Welcome to the Pawan Podcast. I'm your host, Steve, alongside co-host Ali. Today, we're going to discuss, is George Lucas coming back to possibly produce some more shows or films in the future? Uh, some Baby Yoda news, and then also some High Republic discussion on what we think will happen in the High Republic era. Coming in hot! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Pylon Podcast. This is episode 13, and I forgot to mention last episode that uh, we actually hit 20 episodes. So uh, thank you all for uh, listening to us and, and supporting us. Uh, it's been a fun Wait, ride. It's episode so. 13, but we've hit 20 episodes. Oh, for well, like we, 13 overall. of the full podcast. I got you. Yeah. Gotcha. So overall, we've this is our 21st episode. Cool. And you can tell I'm keeping track. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> well, it does get confusing because we do. Yeah. We we had the Mandalorian episodes, which are different from right. From and these. we had some YouTube stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Gotcha. So yeah. So this is episode 21. If you want to get official, but uh, I guess of our overall podcast, episode 13, unlucky 13. It was a full moon last night, so this means this Lucky episode, for me. Yeah. I was born on the 13th, so. Well, this is gonna be the best episode ever. It explains. Everything about your life, why you've been so unlucky with everything. <laughs> been extremely unlucky. No, I know. <laughs> well, with some stuff, not everything. The Minnesota Vikings, for one, that we were talking about earlier. If that's my foil and everything else can be lucky, then I hope the Vikings suck the rest of my life. That's fine with me. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so getting into some of the news this week, we didn't have much news to see, uh, uh, <clears throat> although... We're just going to make everything up. Yep. Yeah, we're going to make everything up. Um, <laughs> so the, <laughs> That'd be a great episode. I, I know. We, we're, episode. we're screwed. This episode's going to be the worst. Uh, so the first thing uh, that we uh, we saw in the news, uh, Baby Yoda Funko Pops, if you guys know what that is. I don't know what that. I think they're the... Um, it's the, like the big-headed toys. Big-headed I don't know if it's like anime type. Or it's, it's something to do with Some that certain shit. certain art style kind of thing, yeah um neither of us are huge toy people but no we'll mention it for those who are yeah so they're uh the baby yoda pre-sale i believe they're coming out in february it might be wrong on that date but it's already the all-time uh most selling funko pop so oh, is you, it? yeah oh, shit. so if you think about that funko pops have been around i think they've been around four or five years now and they're and, in so many gener- so many. Yeah. I think they've been around a lot longer than that. I mean, but maybe, but they're in like every genre of yeah fantasy and every. So they have like a billion different. I did get I so I will admit I did for Christmas a couple of years ago, maybe two or three years ago, three years ago, I did get Funko Pops like as kind of like you know kind of like a joke gift for my family, and I just got ones that like were related to what they like. Like I got like a Tom Brady one um oh yeah i mean there's so many different styles like yeah it's crazy my sister she i got her sailor moon one so like right there that's anime NFL. yeah so it's completely different (laughs) there's the stretch yeah Yeah. so um yeah so it's actually it's kind of crazy that baby yoda has already sold out it's just the baby yoda stuff that craze is just it's insane like there's Disney definitely and Filoni and everybody they definitely uh, hit on something that's I can't believe they kicked them. Huh? 
like how in today's day and age with all like and you know there's the leaks and different things happen than what the leaks say but like very rarely especially in star wars with that many eyes and that many people wanting to know everything instantly Mm -hmm. like to be that surprised watching that i remember watching it going holy shit how did nobody know about this i know it's nobody even guessed it yeah no no i all all we got was like at the end of episode one there's gonna be a big reveal and that was it we had no idea probably helps that it was a cgi character so it's not like because a lot of the times if they're hiding a character like that's one of the tough things to keep secret because they'll like know like oh you and mcgregor showed up to set like it's harder to hide a person so like yeah, it's just like the perfect storm, right? Yeah. They did such a good job on it. Yeah, it's a big money maker. It's wicked cute. We we love Baby Yoda, obviously. The but... one thing I wanted to say that I saw, again, because I'm not a huge toy person, but they said that he's like one of the most unique Funko Pops because it's actually in a different package because the ears go out so far that it's in like a horizontal, like a horizontal rectangle package that like none of the other Funko Pops are in. So it's like a weird, like super custom one too at the same time because it like doesn't even match all the boxes. Oh my god! Which I thought was kind of funny. I th- I think it's funny that we're actually talking about this for like five minutes now. Well, it's kind of interesting. It is I mean, I'm weird. not in, into him, but I, I like I see him in the back of like the shelves <clears throat> on different YouTubers' videos. I know that they're a big thing. You know what I mean? Oh um, yeah. And I don't not like to. I just I'm, I'm not into him myself, so I don't know a ton about the thing but i thought that was interesting because i have i've seen a bunch of them and they're always in the same exact square box with the with the clear front you know what i mean the white and someone box, was just mentioning yeah. that it was just like weird because it doesn't fit the model because his ears are so wide so like I, th- I think he was saying that was the first one to do that i could be completely wrong because obviously there's a billion funko pops so there's probably another one out there that has some kind of custom difference to it but like i thought that was oh, pretty yeah. cool yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I've never been drawn to them. Like, I know they're like a collectible thing, too. Like, everyone's right. like, I gotta get every single one, but. Yeah, I guess um, I'm just not a big collector. I, yeah, I don't, I guess maybe it's like this generation generation's, like, version of Pokemon that. But cards. even then, yeah. But <laughs> Pokemon cards are back, too. That's a, Are they? Oh, yeah. They're they're definitely back. Same with. Uh, too bad I don't have any. Same with baseball cards. Those baseball are, cards are back they're I have a huge right now basement oh sweet i'm gonna look into that i have like a whole thing of them yeah dude you could probably I haven't seen in 20 years they're um they're back for some for like uh selling them they're like yeah i guess there's some series that are like extremely rare so those are blowing up right now out. just because cool. it's like 30 years so um yep. <clears throat> anyway yeah yeah so uh next thing <laughs> Uh, enough Baby Yoda. We, we, we've talked about Baby Yoda quite a bit on this podcast. We'll, we'll talk about him later. But um, <clears throat> the next piece, uh, Alphabet Squadron. If you have not read that book, uh, I would highly recommend. Uh, it's, a, it's a great book. It's a, it's, um, when did it come out? It came out after – did it come out before or after Last Jedi? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure before. I think it was in that whole – uh, leading up to the last Jedi. Yeah. So, I want to say like September of Oct- or October. I read it relatively recently when, and I did read it when it first came out, but it wasn't, it wasn't after return, um, rise of Skywalker. All right. So it was definitely before. So there's a sequel coming out to Apple, uh, alphabet squadron, uh, called Shet- is it uh, shadows fall. And that's, um, <clears throat> The new cover for that book just got revealed, so uh, I would highly, uh, like I said, or we would highly recommend you 
um, you bookmark that date when that that drops and definitely read alphabet squadron it gives you more of a perspective uh, definitely with that squadron like how the resistance is at that time and everything so uh yeah, yeah it's kind of the aftermath it's like the aftermath of aftermath how about that yeah it's when like, the, they were hunting down and finishing off the uh the remnants of the empire like af after like a couple of it's probably I'll have to look exactly. I should have looked before, but I I think it takes place around the time of the Mandalorian, like five years after Return Return of the Jedi, like yeah. after the fall of the Empire and after the Battle of Jakku. I'm pretty sure this is like the clean the cleanup crew. Um, yeah, kind of going around and finding them. So we may get if we get further into it, maybe we get the beginnings of the First Order. Maybe they start and searching more toward the Outer Rim kind of thing. I will not spoil the book. I'll just say you will get a Star Wars Rebels tie-in in that book as well. So. Um, yeah, it's, there's a comic series too that's tied into it with from the Shadows Squadron side, which are the bad guys. Yeah. Um, so they're they're put. It, it is pretty good. Um, yeah, a lot of ship combat, a lot of cool. I I, I found it interesting. Yeah, the audio book um, was really good. I actually yep. really liked it on there. Um, I know some like it's kind of interesting because some books on uh, on audio books sound great because it's just it. Like Aftermath, for instance, that whole trilogy sounded way better on audiobook than it did reading it. In terms of like picturing what's going on, how it sounds, all that stuff, it, it just, I don't yeah. know if you agree with me or not, but like Tarkin, for instance, for me was awful on audiobook for me. Well, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I pretty much only do audible <clears throat> books. That's how I've been reading all of it. Well, listening, I guess, tech, if you want to get technical. Yeah. I just put it on in the car so I can buzz through them in like a week or two because, uh, you know, I do deliveries at work and stuff like that and I'm all around the place. So I get a lot of time in the car to, to listen to them. So that's how I do it. So I, I honestly haven't read even the books I have. I haven't read them. I've just listened to them. So, yeah, I don't know. I've it's gotten just... used to it. I, you know, I talk about. Tarkov. Tarkov. Uh, Targon's a little drier, so I could see how that maybe. Yeah, I, well, it's just the the whole accident. Maybe it was just the time when I read it, and yep. like I read it during work at some points, like back a couple years ago. That. So it, it might have been just like you definitely get used to the different um, people reading yeah. them. Um, Mark Thompson's definitely the best, but uh, if you do like some of the legend stuff, um, yeah. there's another guy, Davis, I think, Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Davis. Um, Who's really good too? Yep. Um, There's another I'll one too. I have to go back and look. Uh, January Lavoie. Yeah, she's is good. She's, yep. Um, there's another Star Wars book that has a bunch of different people read them, and there's a couple of guys that I don't Kevin think Scott. are the best. But I don't know who. What did he do? Dooku Lost. Dooku Lost. Yeah, and that was a different. I so, don't mind. I, I've just read like some. <clears throat> I have some audiobooks from like the Legend stuff that obviously like sh were shorter books with some random guy reading, and it was good. It does make me appreciate. Like, I feel like yeah. if you listen to your first one and it's like Mark Thompson or Jonathan, or, you know, one of the January Lavoie, one of the good ones, yeah. you don't notice. You're just like, oh, it, it, you know, it gets the job done. But then if you listen to like a bad one, you're like, oh, God, the, the other people are way better. Yeah. it. I mean, yeah, you can definitely tell. Uh, and they don't just do Star Wars either. They do other books, too. So, I mean, it definitely shows yeah. like their experience. And there everything. are good ones. I've been reading the Witcher or listening to the Witcher series. And that's Ooh. Peter Kenny, I think, and he does a really good job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are there definitely <clears throat> a quality thing, but most, if not all, the Star Wars books mm -hmm. are done by pretty high end guys. So that it's a luxury there, definitely. Yep. Um, so moving on. <clears throat> uh, so recently in the news, there was uh, some rumors speculating that George Lucas uh, would yeah. be returning to the franchise for 
Disney Plus's uh, upcoming Cassie and Andor series. Uh, through some back and forth on Twitter and Reddit, of course, Reddit. Uh, ABC's Clayton Sandal looked into these reports and he said, no, George Lucas is not returning to write, produce, direct the Cassie and Andor series for Disney+. Plus." He then added, I checked into it and bothered actual sources. This has been the Friday's edition. This is the funny part. This has been the Friday's edition of debunking ridiculous Star Wars clickbait rumors. Yeah, Yikes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll just lead off with, and I, I don't, we do, we do not. Hopefully, someday we're big enough to have sources. We don't have sources. We have nobody that works for Lucasfilm, so all we do is speculate on what's out there. Yeah, I would say that there's probably no one other than Lucasfilm or George Lucas who knows at this point whether he's coming back or not. I would say this guy from ABC probably has some sources that specifically said not Cassian, but I don't. I don't really 100% believe either side. That I mean, I believe that he's not coming back for Cassian if that guy had a source directly for that. But I don't right. necessarily believe that anyone knows that George Lucas is never coming back. I don't think that's a true, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. I, so I, I think it'd be more interesting. How do you feel about, let's forget whether he is or isn't, because yep. there's no way to tell 100%. Uh, how do you, do? would you want to see him back? And if so, in what capacity? Uh, well, I don't believe he's coming back just based on because the rumors at first were saying he was coming to Mandalorian season two. Now it's saying, yeah, we already talked about that a little bit, but yeah, forget the forget is or isn't just, um, it's more interesting to me because like we're, that's going to, there's going to be a million rumors as we go here. He is, he isn't, he is, he isn't. So I don't think that's worth like diving into because we don't have sources and we don't know, but what, how do you feel about it? Like, would you like him to come back? I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. Only because uh, that that's a tough one. I part of me says he should come back because he is he is Star Wars. He's the he's right. the mastermind. So um, I think based on the last trilogy, it would make sense if he came back. Just because from a creative dis- direction, you can definitely tell. Obviously, we've talked about this a million times how fans reacted to like last Jedi or even the rise of Skywalker or the, the different aspects of um, the new trilogy that the creative uh, things uh, that people just don't like. He might be able to balance that because it's more of his, it would be his story or his direction. So like if, if people didn't like a specific series, it'd be like, all right, it's because George Lucas's idea stunk i guess like it would put back on him rather than Ka- uh kathleen kennedy so that's kind of my my viewpoint on that the only other thing i would say is that if you do bring him back get ready for some corny ass shit i mean it's you're gonna get like some you're probably gonna get some jar jar Binks bullshit not him specifically but like you're gonna get that kind of like the Ewoks, Jar Jar, like that Star Wars. Star Wars. No, I'm not afraid of. No, no, no. I mean, he wrote Star Wars. That no, 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 no. Don't so, take. Like, I don't. Don't take it wrong. Like you're gonna get corny ass shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't. I don't like it. I'm saying you're just gonna get that, and which is Star Wars. But some people don't like that either. So you either get that, or you're gonna get, you know, new creative differences that. Fans don't believe in Star Wars, like Last Jedi, like the the whole movie. You could argue that whole movie is not Star Wars. So, um, that 
I mean, I, I think it would be a good thing. I think after the backlash of the new trilogy, I think uh, they definitely need some new direction and new writing. I mean, that's, um, and I'm hoping that this High Republic thing does the trick. So, uh, but that's that's what I think. Uh, what, do, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I would disagree with almost everything you said. Great. I, not the, no, I just the, I think <laughs> when the prequels came out, there was just as much hate, I think. I just think it was, there wasn't like all the internet source. I think people just suck, like we've talked about. Like right. everyone right. has to like squeaky wheel it and do all this stuff. So I really don't think there's a huge difference. Like people hated the prequels and that was George Lucas. So I really don't think the whole like the sequel trilogy wasn't creative. We're going to find out in like 10, five, five, 10 years, like when those kids grow up that they think that's the best star Wars that's out there. Well, um, it's, agree not, or disagree. it's not so saying the think... sequel. It's not saying the sequel trilogy is not creative. It's just saying that it's, yeah, it's not star Wars. It's not star Wars term. Yeah. It's like what? It, it, yeah. Whatever. I don't, that's going to be people. That's going to be a large majority of people who are younger's, Star Wars. That's going to be the original Star Wars for them. Right. Just like the prequels was for our, like some of our generation. I know we watched them before, but that's like, why I love Phantom Menace because it came out. Right. When we we like the, so I, so that's, that's just like, I don't know. That one, that one annoys, I know it's not Europe. I, I'm just saying that thing annoys me that like this Star Wars is fake because it wasn't George Lucas when like the original, a lot of people hated the prequels and that was George Lucas. People are just going to hate anything new. You're, you're dealing that's with, the way it is. you're dealing with but, four generations of, of people of star Wars fans. It's kind of difficult. You got right, and all you that. hear, all you, the only negative you hear is of people who like we talk about, like hate everything since return of the Jedi. Yeah. And yet somehow they still follow everything. Right. It, it doesn't, like we've talked about a million times, but anyways, my, my, so my feelings on George Lucas is I, I think, and again, I'm not in the, not in the movie industry. I've never made a movie. Um, the, from everything I hear. And when I watch the prequels over again, if it, if it is true, I, I get where they're coming from is that Lucas was really a re like a really good idea guy. Right. Yeah. And a, um, and making new technology was a big part of his stuff, like thing, right. Like, like right. coming up with this new technology with um, IOM and, his weakness from every critic I've heard that that claims a weakness is that he's really bad at writing dialogue. Um, I would agree with that's, that. That's yeah. like the main thing. Well, I'm just saying it like that because I don't know. I, I'm not a movie critic. I don't write dialogue myself. I don't know that he wrote all the dialogue, but that's what the majority of critics of him will say is that kind of like an idea guy, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like a producer, like the whole, like the, the breakdown, the creating the universe, obviously, but the individual dialogue in movies, not his strong point. So I so, would say when you're seeing stuff like the Mandalorian, if you like the Mandalorian, I would say that his influence is there. Obviously Filoni is greatly influenced by him. His protege, um, protege right. pretty much. Yeah. And I think the dialogue there is fine. So I'd love to see him back. Um, because I liked everything he did in, in general, you know what I mean? Not every decision he made, but I love his universe still do. So he'd be like really interesting to me to be more of like a, like more high end, like create the general stories and let the directors direct. Right. You know what I mean? Almost, I guess, again, I'm not a movie industry guy, exactly but like almost producer. like, yeah. Like why doesn't he be Kathleen Kennedy? 
and I don't know that he can take his hands off. Maybe that's the whole thing is like when he gets involved, he needs to micromanage everything. So maybe he just can't do that. Yeah. But like if he could just sit back and like, it's almost made perfect for him, right? If he can just be the quote unquote emperor, emperor of the universe and like, here's where we're going with it. Like here's Project Luminous. It's called the High Republic. Here's basically what happened. And then let all the cre- the other creatives and the directors and the, you know, the story group make the individual things. Yeah. Um, even if he gets fine-tuned with the individual stories, but not directing the movie, not writing the dialogue, you know what I mean? Like maybe being like, oh, there should be this character and here's what I think about it. And maybe there should be a movie. Like, I think that'd be great, but yeah. I don't think that's even close because I don't think he, A, I don't think he has the time to do that. He's getting older. And B, I think from what I've heard, I think he's pretty fine fine-tuned. You know what I mean? So like if he got involved with something, I think it would be hard for him Again, from what I've heard about him, I think it'd be hard for him to, to take any kind of backseat. You know what I mean? And I think that may be, in the end, why he doesn't really get super involved. Um, I'm more of a push for Filoni. I want more Filoni. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree Because I think he, he, he took... He's the closest thing to Luke, like had the most influence from Lucas that's, st- that's still involved, from what I've heard. And he's younger... And still doing movie, you know what I mean? Like get him. I I feel like he needs to do everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Or involved in everything Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. So I I wouldn't be surprised if he came back in some capacity. But from again, from what I've heard, I think it's more of a thing where he likes to do everything, and yeah. I don't think there's a fit for that right now. I don't. They're not going to give him his own series or his own movie. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't. I don't. I could. I feel like it may happen in the end, but I feel like it may not be the best fit for those reasons for, I think he'd be great if he could just be the overseer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Idea man. But I, I don't know that that's what he wants or even that's what he does, you know? Yeah. I think it's, uh, again, you're, you're just juggling, um, in his case, yeah, he he's getting older. He's gonna be he's seventy five right now, so uh, he's definitely right, so up he's there. Involved for the next thirty, years, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. But at the same time, I would say that you're dealing with. Uh, unfortunately, you do have that generation of uh, two generations. You have some that say the you know the new trilogy sucks because it's not Star Wars, like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. You still have to face that as a franchise because then you're 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 going to alienate more and more people. And I understand that people are still following it and they, and maybe it's just like, you know, this is what Disney like kills franchises or whatever bullshit, but they still have to answer to that. So they got to do something and they definitely, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if they do though. Why? Because more because the people, most of the people, it seems that are complaining mm-hmm. are our age and older. Um, and we won't see, we won't really see the effect of this. And I could like, we don't know. So I'm saying it could right. be a disaster. You're right. But we won't really know the effect of the sequel trilogy on new fans until later. You right. know what I mean? So like, maybe they don't have to fix anything. Cause maybe there's a giant group, a huge group like us, right. That are 20 or 10 or five that are going to love the sequel trilogy and go back and watch the prequels and the original trilogy and like them too. But the sequel trilogy will be their star Wars. And I'm, I'm not saying for better or for worse. I'm just saying maybe Disney doesn't have to do anything because those people will love that star Wars and they'll love the next stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so maybe. maybe they don't need George Lucas. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Time. We'll I mean, see it play out, I guess. I mean, <laughs> just just among like our friends and everything, like it, it seems like the general consensus is that obviously they like the originals more than. Well, uh, yeah, but we're thirty. Trophy, but we're in our thirties. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that's just that's yeah, not going to change. Like, Eighteen year olds don't give a fuck about us. You know what I mean? Just no, like we didn't they... give a shit about the people who hated the prequels when they when we were ten and they were thirty. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. So like, that's that's my point is that I think I don't know that they need to do anything. They may lose this a, a lot of this fan group, but at the same time, I think they're be I think the Mandalorian at least leads them. It leads me to believe that they're that they have a shot because if they play this whole game of there is stuff for everyone but they keep, they consistently come out with something good, like the Mandalorian, like, you know what I mean? Good. I'm, I mean, good in terms of like aiming a little bit more towards our age group and the original trilogy, right? Yeah. If they can keep coming out with something because the Star Wars universe is huge, right? So you can right. like, you can have these series and these movies that are more gritty geared towards an older generation. And you can have a ton of cartoons and stuff. You know, that's, you can do it in Marvel too, but at least in at least in Star Wars, you don't even need the same characters. Like it'd be tougher in some of the superhero universes because what you're gonna make a kid Iron Man and then an older version Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like you could, but it makes it a little more complicated because it's the same character. Where in Star Wars, you can go in totally different. You know, the Mandalorian doesn't have doesn't have to have a cartoon version of the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Right. The cartoons right. can be of um, the Resistance show. You know. Um, and we don't need a mature version of the resistance show. You can go. And now if they do this whole high Republic thing, that's 400 <clears> years <throat> before even yep. better. You have all different time periods. So I think, I think, I think you're right in that if they just go full sequel trilogy, which we know that they're not because the Mandalorian came out, but if they just went all in with that and all in with the resistance, you know, and rebels was the only thing left, they'd lose a lot. But I think the Mandalorian proves that they're at least trying to have some segment of, a more mature through line. You yep. know what I mean? And that could save them, you know, as long as they're not yeah. too blatant with some of the Disney yeah. stuff, but it is what it is. I mean, we can't change that. So I, right. again, like me and you do, if something comes out and it's too kiddish or we don't like it, we just don't, we don't, we, yeah, we're not going to sit here and do seven episodes on how bad it is. Like, yeah. we'll just be like, wasn't for us. Yeah. You know? Yep. Just think if more people were <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? Cause you're not, you know, you're not changing Star Wars. If you hate everything that's come, right? Not getting it taken from Disney, fortunately or unfortunately. You know what I mean? It's just not happening, right? Yeah, but that kind of leads us into the High Republic. If yeah. you want to get into that, I didn't so, even mean to do that, but nice little segue. Yeah. So uh, no. <laughs> so that's the end of our news segment. Uh, so today we're just gonna we're gonna discuss uh, the High Republic and what we think uh, specifically Total what happened. All yep. speculation. Um, yeah, well, we're just going to talk about what we think will happen. So, um, Ollie, I'll let you kick this one off. Um, yeah, well, so I've been thinking about it a lot. And I will say I've read a lot of the leaks. And like we talked about in the last podcast, um, what I'm going to speculate on is just taking the leaks as as so. That, that basic, I'm going to take the higher level, basically, that they're going to do this thing in the higher republic that's roughly... 500 400 300 it's it's a while before a phantom menace right um and in terms of like the littler things that we've heard like uh the rule of two is already in place by the time this starts and and that kind of stuff um i'm just gonna take i'm just gonna 
do a little bit of a higher level. I'm not going to zoom in on that because I think a nothing's been confirmed. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and B, you know, those little details are usually in the leaks, the things that, that get changed in the final product. You know what I mean? For the star Wars stuff, like the little fine, super detailed things, except for the script being leaked. I mean, that was kind of cheap, but like the other leaks, um, usually those fine details are the things that end up being, a little bit different than what was originally reported. So right. without further ado, um, I was the, the from the leaks specifically, I was a little bit bummed when I found out that it would be like the rule of two, they, they leaked that a rule of t- the rule of two, the Sith rule of two was already going to be in place. Um, which I think I talked to you a little bit before the podcast, but we wanted to do this more in a live reaction. I think that, may have been the only thing that I've been bummed on so far, because I think me and you agree that we wanted to see like a, a ton of Sith and a ton of Jedi battle. Yeah. Right. I want it like, like the big, like, like Knights of the old Republic. Right. Right. <clears throat> and even it doesn't, I, and, and I'm using Sith and Jedi loosely light side, dark side, light side, light lightsabers is what we're looking for. Light side, dark side, whether it be dark Jedi, Sith, whether it be, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Not just facing her stormtroopers all the time right that's what i mean and not jedi and clones against robots i want right a bunch of jedi against a bunch of sith or a bunch of good guys with lightsabers against a bunch of bad guys with lightsabers. right yep so when i heard the rule of two was already in place again as a leak that was the only thing that's like kind of bummed me so far because that would that would make it tough to do not impossible because you could do dark jedi and you could do a whole different play on what else is out there other than sith but i think that led me to believe that it would be more like a lot of Jedi, not a lot of Sith. However, as I thought more about it, and especially thinking of like the leaks in the past that like get most of it right, but not everything down to the fine details. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really neat uh, if they started Project Luminous off for the High Republic era, if the first stuff that came out was actually like before the High Republic and actually could loosely follow Bane's trilogy from legends and the end of like the 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 great war between the sith and the jedi at that point actually kicks off the high republic like that's where okay now it's the high republic the sith are defeated and that's kind of where most of project luminous takes place and and so i'll just go high level here because i don't want to spoil everything in bane because i think it's a really good legends thing to read especially now that this high republic thing's coming out because it's a little closer to that time period. But in short, um, Bane, as we know, this isn't a spoiler, but Bane, Darth Bane created the rule of two. Simply put, the rule of two is the Sith uh, law that basically there can only be two Sith at any one time, one master, one apprentice. Um, And basically the theory is that, uh, the general theory is there's only so much um, force, if you will, like dark side, light side. And so take it as if there's 10,000 Jedi and there's the same amount of force out there, then, then the force in each one of them is, is diminished, right? Like they can only get so powerful. And the Sith thought was like, Oh, if there's only two of us, the, the individuals will be way more powerful than the individual Jedi. Cause there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, again, this is super loose. There's way more detail than this, but that's the general consensus. And, and, and how it worked is the master was the one that was like the all powerful, still learning like as much as they could but he that was the dominant one teaching the apprentice and by basically how it stayed the rule of two is that 
the the only way the apprentice could become the master is he had to kill the master, which would right. then prove that the apprentice was more powerful than the master. So boom, then he finds an apprentice and it continues. And hopefully the power builds each time in, in theory, right? As they get more powerful. Yeah. So with that explained, basically what happens in Bane <clears throat> is that there is no rule of two at that point. And what's happened is the, the Sith have kind of joined up in a big army. It's called the brotherhood. Um, to, to basically fight the Jedi, right? Um, Jedi Order is, is is more similar to like what you see in the prequels, like a bunch of Jedi and so on and so forth. So, but what happens is Bane noticed from a lot of the teachings because he does a bunch of research, he becomes a Sith and the Brotherhood or whatever. Um, he notices that's what's happening is it's not the whole, they're not getting more powerful because what's happening is the apprentices are teaming up. So a bunch of weak apprentices, um, are teaming up and scheming together to kill a master to become the master. And, and so it's having the opposite effect because in the rule of two, the apprentice has to become more powerful to take over, right? So it ensures that the Sith stay powerful. Whereas this group, with, when there was a bunch of them, now you could take a bunch of, we well, not weaklings, but a bunch of less powerful Sith, team up and kill the more powerful one. And then those become the masters, but they're not really more powerful than the master. You know what I mean? They just ganged up and, and used five on one, but those five are not more powerful individually than the one. So now you have five masters who aren't as powerful. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. So you're basically diminishing the power. And so things were getting lost in the teachings. Bane kind of surmises that this going over time uh, took away a lot of the power and they went away from different teachings. So anyways, so there is a big war between the Sith and the Jedi. And basically Bane does this thing again. I don't want to get super spoily, but he basically in a way helps the Jedi win um, yeah. and kill, kill quote unquote, all the Sith. Well, he does it on purpose to become, to, to implement the rule of two. He picks up an apprentice and then basically goes in hiding. And then if you, if you want the, the 10,000 foot view, master apprentice, master apprentice all the way to Palpatine. And then, the whole goal was to eventually get to a Sith that could take over. Like when everything was right, they'd overthrow the Jedi and, and take over the galaxy. So basically Palpatine's whole plan, if you will, started with Bane starting the rule of two. And that's how it evolved over time. So what I'm saying is to get the best of both worlds, and it really wouldn't make the leak untrue that the rule of two was established at this point is if we almost kick off project luminous and the high republic era with the huge <clears throat> sith versus jedi battle yeah it, whether it be a movie or maybe even a trilogy that then ends with all of the sith dying quote unquote and the jedi winning and that's the launch of the core of, of the high republic and a benefit of that is now you have the bane storyline snuck in so now you can continuously do comics books whatever tv shows i don't know how long they're going to stretch out the high republic but you can always you can always do like what the, the the other bane books do is show how he grows the rule of two and what he does in the time period when the jedi think they're all dead right right and that opens up the high republic to do all the other things you wanted to do with the high republic like, you know different shows and, and books and everything with the jedi and and searching and and uh establishing more um because in that the comic mentioned like in the the outer rim was way more wild back then yeah so then you can do all those adventurous things and taking over the galaxy and spreading the republic but we get our wish where there's this huge battle right yep. and it, it we get bane and then 
it kicks off Project Luminous. Full right. disclosure, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But in my mind, as I was thinking about it and putting it together, I think that'd be awesome. I think it's the perfect spot for it. You know what I mean? Even even if it takes place, I thought of this too, because maybe it's too close to the High Republic. So even if they launch Project Luminous with the Bane story, and even if that's 200 years before the High Republic, yeah. I still think it gives you an awesome way to set up the High Republic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Which I think would be really neat. Because really, the prequels set up, if you will, the prequels set up A New Hope. That's really what they were, right? In the notes, right. they were, how did we get to the Empire in Control, Clone Wars, all this stuff? So how do we the set up the prequels? Were, right, the prequels were basically that. So now if you want to say the High Republic in 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 concept is the new original trilogy, is the new timeline we're going to spend all this time in, why not launch it? with this big prequel movie that kind of goes, oh, okay, now we know where the galaxy is. Now we know why the High Republic is what it is. Now we right. can jump right in. You know what I mean? But we get that huge battle before the Sith disappear again. Because I just think, like, like we've been Star Wars fans forever. We just haven't had the bunch of Sith versus the bunch of Jedi because there was no, you know, there was the rule of two and it was in place and it all makes sense. But like, I think that's what a lot of people want, especially at least uh, speaking from our generation, right? Because we loved Knights of Old Republic and that's what it was. We yeah. want this epic battle because we've never really seen, like off the top of your, how many, what's the most like quote unquote red lightsabers we've seen in a battle in canon? One. Like two at a time? Yeah. Or is it one? No, it's one. I don't think it's two because you only and have. And we have seen two of them fight. Like Dooku never fights with Palpatine against them one, right? I mean, if you want to count Vader and Sidious with uh, Luke, but I mean, that's not a, and Sidious doesn't use a lightsaber at that time. But yeah, yeah. like, you know, I mean, I know you understand, but like yeah, yeah. that that Clone Wars scene where all the Jedi jump in to yep. Geonosis. Uh, that's what I always like, think that about that. That's what I want. 50 Sith, like, yeah. you know, red, like that would be awesome. Like yeah. that's, and, and I think that'd be the way to do it. Because if the rule of two is already in place and we're just starting there, Unless you go wild and create a whole new dark Jedi thing that aren't Sith, you know what I mean? I just think it takes more effort than just making the Sith the Brotherhood at the beginning. Yeah, I, th I think, uh, I I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. Like, I, I kind of like that theory and, uh, you know, I know they're probably not going to do that, but you right. know, who knows? That would be, that'd be epic. It's, I definitely have been craving a Knights, so when they... Like Knights of the Old Republic, when they mentioned the remake, like or possibly a sequel, like that they're yeah, that they're yeah. working on, like my inner Star Wars fans just start freaking out because I was like, "Sweet, we're finally getting something right, right, right. back of that Jedi versus Sith just battle." And I feel like the High Republic will do some of that, where it's going to explain more of what happened in the past that led them to what what where we are now and right i i i, I like the direction that they're going i mean because it just doesn't it would not make sense if they were like you know what we're not gonna listen to knights of the Old republic we're not gonna listen to any of the legend stuff bane whatever uh, any of that those books nothing of that and just be like you know what? we'll create a whole new thing and the rule two always existed that'd be fucking boring it would be because right. it would just be. It, I mean, they've said 
Bane was the but like to your point, they could make Bane be five thousand years before. So it right. was in yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, but I'm just saying like it would be fucking boring because it would be the, it's like really? So for this long they've been the rule of two and or right. forever. Let's just say that you know, Darth Bane was Darth Bane was the first Sith ever. And he was like, you know what, I'm yeah, gonna have, we'll have to too. look into I'm gonna watch that Yoda episode in the Clone Wars because Bane does talk about it a little bit and I wonder what he said. Because I I don't remember specifically. He explains it a little bit. So it'd be interesting to see what if he does say anything about Bane timelines. explains it. Yeah, on the ghosts of I think it's called Ghosts oh, of oh, that Moraban okay. or whatever when he when Yoda goes in the temple and Yeah. Sifo-Dyas is there, but it's an apparition, and it's Bane. But Bane talks to him for a little bit, and I think that's where it's technically mentioned. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll rewatch that. But, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. The Rule of Two does do an odd thing, like we talked about with uh, the sequel trilogy being there and then having Thrawn and Ezra disappear. The Rule of Two kind of does cap what could happen in the High Republic, right? Because we know they don't really come out of hiding and do anything because Yoda said the Sith have been gone for thousands of years. So right. they can't really be, they may be able to orchestrate stuff and pull strings kind of like Palpatine until he announces himself. Right. But like, you're right. We can't really have like this huge Sith Jedi battle. And I guess unless they kill them all the Jedi and blame it on something else. But you know, that's a little bit what happens in Bane <clears throat> in one of the Bane things, but yeah, you're not going to get the ultimate battle at the end because they're still in hiding by the end of the whole High Republic. Right. Yeah, right? So it does... I get what you're saying. It kind of caps the... It limits what you can do with it. Here's what... I mean, just just a couple points that maybe... Uh, just thinking about it. Um, maybe with the High Republic... Um, did you read... Uh, was it The Rise of Kylo Ren 2? Yeah. They mention, um, I believe they mentioned the High Republic in that. And they made it seem like that the High Republic is definitely like that era. The Jedi were kind of like, um, they were, I don't know, if, like artifact collectors kind of a deal. Like they were, they would go hunting for these artifacts and stuff of like ancient Jedi and stuff. Um, hmm. I mean, so that kind of gives me a little bit of a, Maybe it's going to be more of like an adventure type vibe um, in the High Republic as well. Like they're going to show like Jedi that are like, all right, we need to search for the ancient Jedi artifacts or texts or whatever they're looking for on these different planets. Maybe it'll open mm -hmm. up like so that would be like expanding the galaxy in that sense. Um, so that that was one thing I did notice. I, I forgot to even mention that earlier, but yeah, so I don't remember that in that comic, but. He's because uh, I think the about? first time they say High Republic is in that one that came out after the Star Wars one. Oh, I mentioned the rise of Kylo Ren too. I don't. He, he don't definitely. He definitely. He talks to Luke about it. I, again, don't remember, and I'm pretty sure everyone said that the first time the High Republic's been mentioned was that Star Wars one, with the random general. You know what? Since we're talking about, I'm gonna look it up. Um, I mean, I have the comic; I can look through it. But he may have mentioned something about. I mean, they're talking about like collecting and going places, but 
I'm pretty sure they they specifically said that the High Republic, that whole big deal about that Charles Soule comic was that that was the first time the High Republic was mentioned, which and that came out after the Kylo Ren one. Well, Charles Soule like also pre- wrote. Um, was it the preview of Kylo Ren number three? Because that's coming out soon. No, this is number two. All right. Well, that's fine. I'll I'll take a peek at the comic today. Unless I'm... Uh, I don't remember it. I mean, look, I read through the comics quickly. Laura Senteca says it. Yes. Okay. So should we just say... Yeah, so he mentions it. And he says, probably High Republic era, it was time of greatly expanded Jedi activity throughout the galaxy. So a lot of Jedi, and that's kind of what the the whole thing was saying about the High Republic before, that the Outer Rim was kind of more wild. So maybe that's where the Jedi go. That's what I... (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's weird because the reason I I don't understand is that literally every Reddit article said that the High Republic's finally mentioned in Charles Stoll 2. It hasn't been mentioned before. And that that was the whole thing on all those news sites, that that was the first time High Republic has been said. And this came out. This came out after, uh, before that. Yeah, so it came out before. It was said. So that's weird that they all missed that. Yeah, I mean, I, I clearly I missed know. it, but I zoomed through these things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't really looking for that, but like that. Is, like, do you remember all those articles that were like, "Republic finally officially announced in a comic"? Yeah, it didn't. And apparently, it already had been said. So I don't. Well, hold on. So the High Republic, though, when was that announced? It might be the comic no, 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 came saying... out before it was announced. Uh, no, no, it, the leak came out, and then the, all the articles were like, oh, confirmation that the High Republic is a thing. This is the first time we see it in canon. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Right. I mean, I guess technically they could still make an argument, because that did happen timeline-wise before this Kylo Ren one. <laughs> yeah. But this definitely came out first, and nobody said anything. So that is weird that a bunch of people miss that. Yeah. So there's usually those, I don't even bother with that stuff because those people are so good. Like in general, Reddit as a whole is so good at catching those things instantly. Um, but that was like a big thing. So yeah. So it was mentioned by Lore Senteca in yep. the Rise of Kylo Ren in episode two. So, so it's the... been mentioned twice, and it does like you were saying, it like kind of lead to what you're saying. Like they they were highly active and all over the place in the galaxy. So another um, and another person that might be. So we we keep talking about Yoda a lot, like he's gonna be in this air and stuff. But you know who else that we haven't we kind of overlooked, and she's in the new trilogy. Maz. Well, Maz. Maz. So Maz is older than Yoda. So yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. I think she's gonna play a huge. So I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I do think so. Where the new trilogy, like we're. So if people are arguing like, all right, the new trilogy, it sucks. The creative direction, whatever, all this stuff sucks. However, I think some of the stuff they threw in the new trilogy definitely could tie back to the High Republic in some ways. The other thing that we haven't really talked about, and we haven't uh, we haven't done a review on it yet, the Force Collector. And I think yeah. that might play a huge part in this, the High Republic era too, because he's going after. Yep. All the Jedi artifacts that, you know, when he touches them, he has these visions. Spoiler. I mean, it's that it's, it's that's pretty much straight up what it is. So when he uh, so just with that, that might, you know, it's not, it sounds like this whole like the High Republic era was just like it's this big uh, 
I don't like Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones esque yeah. type. Of it seems stuff like it's a it's on. it's the Republic that we saw in the prequels, except it's smaller. Like the, so they have to go out and they're trying to explore more. So the, I think that's they're saying that basically the outer rim and all those places that are part of the that are part of the galaxy in the prequels and the original trilogy probably are being found in this time period. You know what I mean? Or being rediscovered and brought into the Republic, which is really cool. Yeah. And uh, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, it, it, it's just it's, and Maz um, is a good point. That's yeah. neat. Yeah, it'd be interesting be... to see with stuff like that, like with Maz, right? If they, which I'm sure they will, if they're smart, they will. But all those scenes in her castle with the different flags that look like pod racing flags, but stuff in the background, it'd be really neat if they choose that, not because they knew at the time, but they take like a statue that's in the background of the scene and make that an artifact that she, because she was known as the pirate queen, right? Yeah. So maybe she took stuff from the Jedi at one point. You know what I mean? So that'd be really neat if they take something from her castle. You know what I'm saying? And well, retroactively, so then when you watch it again, you're like, holy crap, that was in her castle, like right there next to Han when he sits down. <laughs> and that's like something that's like a big part of a, you know what I mean, like a, a raid or something on in the High Republic era. Yeah, yeah, I mean. They need uh, to take advantage of stuff like that. But yeah. that, is, that is cool. Yeah. yeah that's it, a good. Yeah, Mas Katana and uh, just stuff connected to the Force Collector. I mean, that book, everyone thought the Force Collector was going to have a direct like a completely direct impact on the last movie. And I, I don't know about you, me personally, I didn't think it had a huge, it didn't really do no, much. I think it, it, it didn't, but I think it, it's, it's expounding on this, expanding on this, um, this force power that originally was introduced for, for your guy boss. Yeah. And then the, basically the fallen order Cal Kestis, the video game was, yeah. that was his main power. That was his unique thing. Yeah. So you like, touch something and you see that. the past. Yeah yeah so it's yeah so um it's it's definitely interesting it 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 sounds like to me it'll be more it could be like the wild wild west almost like maybe they're trying to capitalize on like the mandalorian where where that it everyone's that feeling that that now it's like all right the mandalorian's working maybe the high republic too i mean they probably already yep. had this in the in the works before Mandalorian. Honestly. Well, they could they could they could they could do a lot of stuff too. They could do a whole Mandalore could be at its height in power in the High Republic. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they're an enemy of the Jedi at this time. Maybe we get yeah. uh, Tar Vizsla, right? Yep. Yeah, that would be cool too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think that uh, that that yeah, like you said, it wraps up the episode. Uh, you know. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube and also subscribe to our podcast services. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, SoundCloud. Um, you know, we're doing a weekly episode. Once Clone Wars comes out, we'll do episodes on that as well. And yep, uh, you know, I know in the in the pipeline, we'll be uh, we'll be doing more videos on on different things. Like this would be, we could do a whole video on the High Republic on. Yeah. On, you know, just like what we think, like the, it's uh, so we're we're doing more of that. Um, now that we talk about the Force Collector, maybe it'd be a good time to do a book review on that. That might be uh, that might be my next book review, because yeah. if they're going to go with uh, if this High Republic era does have Force Collectors, this book would uh, it'd be good to kind of bring that Definitely. to light. So, um, but yeah, uh, other than that, see you later, Padawans. Thanks for listening. Later.